looking for an infusion of joy, you've come to the right place. My name is Deb McGregor, and I'm your host for today's program. Friends, did you know that there is hope out there? There is redemption. God loves you, and you are not stuck. Today, we have a very special guest to talk to us about the new year, a new mission, new life in Jesus Christ. It is my pleasure to welcome to our program, Kate Parthen. Kate, welcome to the show. Hi, Deb. Thank you so much for having me on. I am so excited to be here. Uh, well, I just have to let people know, I've actually known you since you were baby. <laughs> That's a long time ago. And it's amazing how quickly it goes because here you are, a young woman, you're getting ready to embark on a mission trip. And the world that you have already lived is amazing. Oh my gosh, tell me about it. It seems like just yesterday I was in high school and now God is just paving a way and paving this path for me. And it's it's so cool for me to step out into the world and see what he has for me next. Well, it's- I'm excited what he has for you as a person who's obviously been a part of your life for ever, forever. forever. Um, it just there's like this. I don't know what I call this when it's it's not my own kids, but it's sort of like when it's a kid that you've watched grow up, there's sort of a little bit of that proud moment, you know? Absolutely. It's like, and here you are going to serve the Lord. Amen. Woohoo. Hallelujah. Like, it's just so exciting. So cool. Kate, I know a person doesn't get to called to mission just all of a sudden out of the blue. Usually the Lord has walked them through a journey. And let's walk a little bit through your journey because it has not Absolutely. always been a bed of roses. Like, there's actually oh, no. been quite a lot of turmoil and... So let's start a little bit about the growing up and just a little bit about what your experience was with the Lord. And then we're going to get to the great stuff when like, <laughs> the Lord is there and it just gets Absolutely. so pronounced in your life. Yeah, for sure. Um, so growing up, I guess the beginning of my testimony starts with growing up. I, I knew of the Lord, but I didn't really know him. I didn't have a relationship with him. Um, I had a very difficult childhood growing up. There was a lot of fighting. I was kind of surrounded by it all the time. And it was mostly between me and my mother. So, Kate, let's just take a pause there for a moment. I know that it's not always easy for people to talk about struggles that they had with a parent. And I'm maybe making this up a little bit, but it might even be more difficult because your mom has passed. And so what you're talking about Mm -hmm. now is actually a relationship that on this earth cannot even be healed or mended. Absolutely. Yeah. There was always that afterthought of maybe later we could have things worked out between us and things could get better. But uh, she did. She passed about two years ago from uh, stage four pancreatic cancer. And that was definitely a a double whammy there as her passing and then with the the trauma during my childhood and what I experienced with her. It was very difficult and very hard. And I'm I'm still working it out. But I never would have made it without the Lord. I, I really wouldn't have. He met me at my lowest and there and he he saved me from Amen. Yeah. One of the things that you and I were talking about prior to going live is that there were a lot of people in your circles, myself included, that had no idea of what was happening in your home. And I just want to bring attention to that in that a lot of times when people start coming forward and they start really acknowledging what's happened, there's also that what's happening with the people around going, oh my goodness, I had no idea of what was going on of this traumatic experience that you were having. And so for those that might be listening, 
that might be going, oh, my goodness, Uh, we just want to acknowledge that it was one of those, I kind of call them those little secrets that happen. It was, absolutely. My mother, she definitely had some unresolved issues that she never really figured out with the Lord and and with life. And I I almost feel bad for her. And, And because I imagine, I mean, she was just horrible towards us how did she feel on the inside kind of thing and she did she painted a beautiful picture of sorry of a um a perfect family and but that really really wasn't what was going at all and Kate, what i hear in you is so much compassion even that recognition to be able to say like i actually feel sorry for her because her (laughs) heart had not been healed in that place And I believe this is one of the reasons God is calling you to do mission, because (laughs) God is saying, like, here is this beautiful soul I've created in Kate and given her this heart and compassion for my people. Like, I just feel like the Lord is just saying, like, this is what, look at how you are created in his image and how you're bringing him out. And so I do want to acknowledge that for you. Thank you. So I know at some point you did sort of have this moment with the Lord, though. Like you had a moment where all of a sudden it was like, uh, hello. (laughs) Like, oh my gosh, yeah. I'd say it was about, it was, gosh, I, I would say five months after my mom passed. And I was dealing with all of this unresolved trauma after. And I was dealing with how I would move forward in life. And I was dealing with, what now kind of thing. You know, what do I do? Mm -hmm. Um, I was upset for my mother's passing, but I was also so upset and hurt by, by the childhood, even to her very end. She, she, um, she was her. (laughs) That was the best way to put it. Yeah. Five months after my mother passed, I was, I was just laying in my bed one night and I was bawling my eyes out, just crying my heart out. And like I mentioned earlier, I, I knew of God, I, I, but I didn't know who he was. And I, I had this thought of, you know what? We have tried everything. So let's just, let's just talk to the Lord. What do I have to lose at this point? Kind of thing, honestly. And I, I looked up and I started to pray and I said, Jesus, if you can hear me, I need you to take me out of this house. Uh, that was the house she died in. And I said, you need to take me somewhere because I cannot heal here. I said, I just cannot do this anymore. I'm, I'm laying in my bed, staring at my wall all day, upset and sad and, and unable to stand back up. And I, I kid you not, Deb. I got a phone call three weeks later from my aunt asking me if I wanted to move to Arizona for the summer with her. And I, I, I kid you not. And um, that was the moment I said, oh, my gosh, are you serious? Um, and I did. I moved to Arizona. I found the Lord there, Ormoso. He really found me. And I started to build a connection with him and a relationship with him. And it has been amazing and uphill ever since. (laughs) And as you're talking about this, the way the Lord answers our prayers, you know, we don't always know. Sometimes when we're praying, we don't know how he's going to answer, right? But what I really feel in this is like he heard the desire of your heart and the desire of your heart to heal, the desire of your heart to be able to move forward and to know him. Absolutely. And he brought you to a place where you could 
And Arizona's warm. It's, <laughs> it's warm and it's not uh, 30 below. <laughs> for sure. So talk to me about this time in Arizona. What happened for you there? Absolutely. Um, so the whole reason why I went down there is to babysit a cat, believe it or not. I mean, I think of whenever I think of that, I think of uh, the story of Jonah and how God used a whale to swallow Jonah. I'm like, it's I went to babysit a cat. <laughs> I, I seriously. Um, so I, I did. I stayed in my grandmother's house there and I met all sorts of family that I've I've never even met before. I didn't even know um, and I just connected and I took the time to study my Bible and find him and everything. And he revealed himself in so many ways down there. It was beyond amazing. Talk to me about when God reveals himself to someone. Like, what do you know? Like, is it you smell him, you hear him, you sense him? <laughs> like, well, no, people um, even talk about that. Like, they can smell sense of the Lord. Like, he so reveals cool. on so many levels. He he does. I've I've never been able to smell the Lord. That'd be cool though. <laughs> but um a new thing to add I, to the prayer list. There you go. <laughs> um yeah, I uh to me, it's always been a feeling how he reveals himself to me. Um when I accepted the Holy Spirit, it has always been a feeling. And and I can't describe it besides just a feeling in my chest that's pulling me to do something or or pulling me to feel a certain way or or even a little voice that talks in my head and says, "Katie, this this is this is real. Like don't listen to the world, listen to what I'm saying." And um that's that's just how I've I've always heard him and connected with him. But um the minute you start to study your Bible and and discover who God is and who Jesus is, you start to see him in everything, um, whether it be just your daily life or he asks you to pray for a person in the grocery store. He just starts to reveal himself and you see so much good in everything. You go, oh my gosh, Jesus has been working all this time and I just see it now. It's so cool. And um, the more you build a relationship with him, the closer you get to him and the more you see that he really is working and he is always working. It's yeah, so cool. Amen. So obviously, at some point, you come back from Arizona, yes. and God keeps working on you. Let's unfortunately. talk about, <laughs> unfortunately, that you came back, not that unfortunately that yes. God keeps working on you. Yes. <laughs> so talk to us about, so you get back, God continues to work on you. What happens at this point? Because now you're back in the house, right? Yes. Yep. That was uh, a trying moment. I would say it was trial and error, because um, he actually took me to Florida a couple years later for me to figure my head out again the way I would say it or connect with him again. But when I got back, I don't believe that I was fully strong in my faith yet because I kind of let everything seep its its way back in mm -hmm. and start to pull me back in the direction of the world. I still had a much better understanding of God than I did when I went down there. And I still had that, okay, God, I know we're going to make it, but I still didn't have a direction in life. I was still just staying in the house that my mother passed in, the same house where all of the fighting went on, where the screaming and whatever. I was still there. And... um I didn't know where to go in life. I didn't have a clear life path. So I remember just trying to find out what his purpose was for me. I feel like that was a huge, huge thing for me to discover with Jesus. I, one thing I really want to point out here, too, is that, you know, as you went back to that place, 
the journey with God is a process, right? Oh, absolutely. And it's I think it's important to point out that even people who are super solid in their faith that have been following mm. the Lord for 10 years, going back into an environment mm. that is the source or the activation of some mm. of that stuff can be a challenge for anyone. Even yes. someone who's known the Lord for 20 <laughs> years, right? Yes. Because that's the enemy, right? Like the enemy just wants to start getting into those places and, and it'll look for any little hole oh, that's yeah. still, still there, right? Anything to pull at you and to get you away from God's presence. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I think it's just important to presence that for people because I Thank think you. sometimes we make up like, oh, maybe I wasn't strong enough for my faith or maybe mm-hmm. this or maybe that, right? That's maybe what the enemy me. wants us to think, right? Exactly. Right? Oh. So I love that you were still digging into the word and doing all the things. And what I also know is, I think that God was really revealing. I think God was actually revealing again to you that um, let's keep going on the journey. Let's yeah, keep yeah, discovering, yeah. right? Let's keep discovering. Yes. Um, so talk to me about you ended up going down to Florida. Yes. And then when you went to Florida, you start discovering even more. Absolutely. Yes. So it seems like every time I start to fall back in my faith and I really start to fall into the hole that I was in, God's like, no, we're not doing this again. (laughs) And he moves me to another place um, that's just so much healthier and so much better and and closer to him where I can find him um, besides what's in my face or or right in front of me, what I see. Um, I did. I just got back from Florida. I'm going to say this October. So I, I probably went down in August and I stayed for a couple months there. Yeah. And it sounds like there's even a lot of discovery that was going on there. We're going to pick yeah. up, we're going to talk more about that discovery, and we're going to talk about ultimately how you're being called to a big mission trip because God's been preparing <laughs> you for a long time. A long time. Like your whole life, God's been preparing you, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's going to be amazing. We're going to take a brief pause. We're speaking with Kate Parth, and we're talking about her journey. We're talking about hope, redemption. God doesn't want you stuck anymore because you have him. There's so much more to talk about, friends. We will be back in a moment. We're going to thank our sponsors. This is Deb McGregor. Live joy, share joy. Since 1894, Ameriprise Financial has worked for their clients' futures, helping millions of Americans retire on their terms. Work with Ameriprise Financial Advisors Gina Ripkema, Shelley Loff, and Donna Gunderson, and together you'll develop a customized plan for your retirement. Discover the one-to-one relationship you deserve. Call Gina Ripkema, Shelley Loff, and Donna Gunderson. Office is located downtown Bemidji at 122 3rd Street Northwest or at 1202 1st Street East in Park Rapids. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Arise Financial Group, a division of Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor. This is Deb McGregor of Live Joy, Share Joy. Can you imagine getting a text right to your phone that is all about joy? Every Friday, I send out a joy note. This is a message of encouragement, contemplation, insight, and more. If you want to receive a joy note right to your phone, text the word joy to 218 218- Two four eight six five five six. I look forward to sharing more joy with you on a weekly basis. Let's build a community of joy. Realtors Noemi and Harry Aylesworth are happy to share they are now affiliated with Better Homes and Gardens Real Estate First Choice. Serving all of your real estate needs in Bemidji, Bagley, Black Duck, Cass Lake, and surrounding communities. They are dedicated to finding you the home you deserve. Whether you're selling or buying property, they will serve you with honesty and integrity. You can expect a better real estate experience. Life takes you many places. Let Team Aylesworth, Noemi and Harry of Better Homes and Gardens Real Estate First Choice take you home. This is Deb McGregor. Have you ever wondered what it would be like to renew humanity? 
I believe it starts with each one of us and involves topics like our identity in Jesus Christ, the journey of our soul, and living with purpose and intention. I've created a special three-month program titled Humanity Renewed, and it will be starting February 7th. This program involves group coaching, special guest presenters, one-on-one coaching with me, weekly text messages, and of course, joy mail. Don't miss this unique opportunity to be a part of my next group program. More details can be found at debmcgregor.com. This is Deb McGregor, Live Joy, Share Joy. We are speaking with Kate Parth, and we are talking all about hope, redemption. God doesn't want you stuck in so much more. Kate, welcome back to the show. Hi, Deb. Thank you so much. Oh, my gosh. This has just been amazing. I mean, just feel like we could we could talk all day. <laughs> I would be okay with that. I think we could probably do that. So you go down to Florida, and yes. at some point, the Lord calls you to Youth with a Mission, YWAM. Yes. Talk to me about how this call starts coming about and, like, what was happening Connect for you. Connect the dots yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. All right. Um, so I was staying with my cousin down there. It was actually with the cat again, the same cat. Hey, there's something about the meow meows that's got you. <laughs> There is. I, I don't know. The Lord is just using this cat, man. <laughs> it's so cool. But uh, while I was down there, I started like really digging. Okay, what does God want me to do in life? Where is my calling? What does he want me to do? How can I? What are my gifts? What can I do for him? How can I serve him? And uh, I was actually in the process of enlisting into the U.S. military um, when I got temporarily disqualified due to a medication that I had on my file. Uh, I never filled the prescription, but since it was there, I got disqualified. Um, at the time, I was pretty upset because I, I really do have uh, a passion to join the military, maybe down the line, but I know that's not where God wants me right now. And now I'm like, thank you, Jesus, for your protection, because I get to do something so cool now and help so many people. And I'm looking forward to it so much. So I I flew back to Minnesota and I was speaking with a very good friend of mine. She's been my theater teacher since I was in kindergarten. I mean, I've known her forever. And uh, she was telling me about this amazing program called Youth with a Mission. And her son went to the same uh, program that I'm going to um, a couple years ago, I believe. And she was ex- describing it to me and explaining it to me. And, and that was the seed that God planted in my head. He goes, okay, Katie, like, like I, I felt that maybe that's where he wanted me, but I wasn't sure. I didn't want to give up on the military yet. <laughs> so like, so like I, I love it. I want to, I want to go over there, but God's like, no, 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 you're skipping a chapter 10. I need you a chapter two, you know, like yep. that kind of, yep. <laughs> yeah. But that's how I originally found out about it. And then I started working more on it and things just dropped into place like dominoes. And I'm wow. just like, okay, that's, this is where I'm, I'm supposed to go. And I bought my ticket and everything seems to be working out. So, <laughs> so I love, I love this so much because one of the things that I know you and I talked about is like when it's God really making the, when it's God's will and it's going, it's like the flow of a river. And Mm -hmm. it just, like you said, things just start falling in place, things start going. And clearly there were some roadblocks at this time for the military, not that the Lord may not, you know, they even do the mission things for the military too. I'm just going to plant that little seed right now. (laughs) Thank you. Um, But I do think like, as you're talking about this, like that's one of the things I love how you were praying for the Lord to give you guidance, the Lord to direct your path. And then ring, here it comes. He starts putting people around you. But the other thing is you were listening. 
Yeah, that's huge. Because sometimes I feel like God puts people around us, they're saying things, and we're not listening. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh my gosh, yes. Uh, I love what you're saying. In in the world, uh, the enemy will try to shout and shout and get your attention and pull your attention away from the, from God. And there is so much in this world to pull your attention away from him. I mean, if you look and find it, it's everywhere to pull to pull God away but he always has that little whisper and if you tune in to his whisper you can just hear amazing things and and if you listen to God he'll just he'll direct your paths for sure I just have to share a quick story with you last night uh I loved I have I have what I call my prayer chair and I love that uh, (laughs) it's been a little bit crazy at the house lately and last night I just had this moment and I was and uh, I was like, I think I need to go to my prayer chair. And I uh, grabbed some water and, and went and sat and and of course my Bible and the Lord said, I've been waiting for you. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. are you kidding me? Like, yes. really? I mean, because I do spend a lot of time in prayer and in the word, but it has been a little crazy the last few days. And I don't normally yeah. I'd spend two hours in that chair, right? I just yeah, it's yeah. been 15 minutes, 20 minutes, right? Yeah, yeah. And the Lord's just like, I've been waiting for you. And it's like, well, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So good to see you again, you know. See you That's again. Kinda, I didn't smell anything this time, but I <laughs> Maybe but next time. I love how God works in this way and I just love what you're speaking to, the promptings, the listening, the being with. Like there's just yeah. so much in that. So you probably should reveal to us where you're going. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so the discipleship training portion is in Kona, Hawaii. I, <laughs> I know the things I do for the Lord, guys. <laughs> I'm going to suffer so bad. <laughs> no, but uh, so the training is um, three months and then the outreach is three months. And that's okay. where you fly overseas and you work alongside local believers and help bring people to Christ and do mission work and tell them about Jesus and share the gospel. Oh my gosh, it's going to be amazing. So are the people that are coming to Hawaii from all over the United States or all over the world? Like who who's coming to this? All over the world. You'll get cultures from everywhere. And that's one of the things I'm actually very excited to find out and to see there is just to have a bunch of cultures in one place. It'll be so cool. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I love this. Now, do you know then for the next three months, that, that second three months, do you know where you'll be at or do they let you know that once you're in Hawaii? They let you know that once you're in Hawaii. Okay. I have no clue where I'm going. I just got my vaccinations yesterday, though, so I'm I'm good for everywhere. <laughs> no matter where they send you, you are good to go. I am good to go. <laughs> oh my goodness, the, the the things we do for the Lord, right? All right. Yeah, <laughs> I remember. I, I remember when I went to Kenya the first time. Uh, there was a list of you know the yellow fever, that stuff that you know yep. uh, that. In the United States, we probably don't really think about. Yes. And I was like, oh, my goodness, that was a two days of <laughs> everything, mm-hmm. right? I mean, it was just mm-hmm. insane. So what are the kind of things that you do when you go for your training? Is this uh, learning to share the word? Do you know a lot about what happens at the training? I know a little bit. Um, I've done some digging to kind of find out what I'm going to do there. Um, I picked a medical discipleship training school. I'm interested in the medical field. I would love to do something with that. Um, and maybe God can use that in a way, too. Um, but I'm not sure what the medical part entails yet, but they did tell me to bring a stethoscope and some scrubs. So I imagine it's going to be pretty cool. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> um, pretty That's exciting. But I know that we're going to be 
deep in the word. We're going to be studying its full eight-hour classes of studying the Bible and hearing testimonies. People fly from all over the world and share their testimonies. You get to encounter the Holy Spirit maybe in a way you never have before, and you really get to dig deep into God, and and maybe he'll reveal some things that he hasn't revealed before. Yeah, yeah, amen. Well, and this is what's so great about these experiences. I'm a firm believer, even for people who don't go do these mission trips, weekend retreats, going to speakers, like God can reveal so much through other people and we need to have those opportunities, right? Oh, we can. To continue learning. So you can never learn too much about the Lord. I mean, the the deeper you sink your roots into his word, the more it's like, oh my gosh, like I read this a million times, but here's one more thing that that he's revealing to me. It's so cool. (laughs) You know, he doesn't stop. I always think like if we ever feel like he stops, it's probably because like we're getting him in a different way when we passed, right? Because I just feel like the Lord will continue continue to just keep pouring into us. Absolutely. Talk to us a little bit about, uh, I know the word inspires you, and I know you have a couple scripture verses that for you have just been like those verses that for you, you have clung to sometimes, or they've inspired you. I would love it. Um, I know one of the ones you had mentioned was um, Isaiah. I believe it was chapter 43, if I remember correctly. I would love to hear because that when you said to me, I was like, oh, yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, One of my big ones that have kind of held me up and held me together when I'm I'm feeling I'm being consumed by the fires of oppression. It's Isaiah 43, 2. And it reads, when you go through deep waters, I will be with you. When you go through rivers of difficulty, you will not drown. When you walk through fire of oppression, you will not be burned up. The flames will not consume you. And that is just amazing to hear and how encouraging is that that no matter what you walk through no matter how dark no matter how scary what's in front of you your god is bigger and he will not let you be consumed by the flames it's amazing amen and i often think about like what would we do without the lord (laughs) like sometimes i think about that like i i find so much comfort in the word like when i when you read that it's like there's so much comfort there because our God is bigger than that. He and is. When we talked at the beginning about hope, like our hope is in Jesus Christ. It's just that simple. It is. Absolutely. I know that I would not be here and I would not even be close to the person that I am today without the Lord. He really did just grab me and, and change my life. And Amen. I'm Amen. alive because of it. I, I like to describe it as I was living before, but now I actually feel alive. And that's amazing to even share and speak with you when you're alive in jesus christ like it is truly being alive right it is it's so cool um your life starts when you know jesus your real life starts and then he keeps working on you yeah (laughs) so i know that uh at different points uh people are able to support you follow you what are some ways that i'm obviously prayer we want to be praying for you while you're on this mission so if you're listening please be praying for how are other ways that people can be supporting you yeah so uh you can reach out to me directly i can give deb my number and uh that's too but i have a student portal where you can directly just uh go to my portal and donate to me directly um i can use funds throughout my whole six months um it's divided into two payment portions one for the training school one for the outreach um so the outreach is really what i'm trying to cover right now it's about nine thousand dollars in total but i really do believe that where god leads he provides and so i'm Yes. I'm just trusting Amen. for him. He's Everybody we know that has come on, like God speaks to somebody and they just say, oh, yes, I want to support it. So they <laughs> would basically go to the Youth with a Mission and then type yes. in Kate Parthen and they would find you. 
Uh, no, I had, I could have a, a link that you can maybe put up somehow. Um, there's a link that I can get there for you. Um, or you can just send a check directly to my home, (laughs) uh, where my dad is still residing and I will use that. I have an account for it. Everything's linked. I I will use that. So I think to make it easy, Kate, we'll go ahead and and put that link with the, your QFM podcast for this show. Absolutely. (laughs) So Kate, I would love to hear any final words that you have for maybe somebody that's out there that's struggling or maybe somebody that's feeling called to mission. What would you want to say to them? I would say that no matter how you feel on the inside, God can use your past. He can use whatever you've been through, and he can make it into something beautiful. Um, Don't ever be too scared to go after God's calling for you because he really will provide and he'll support you wherever your calling is. Don't ever let the enemy try to sound bigger than your God because he's not. (laughs) He's just not. Yeah. And uh, as you think about like, what are you most excited about right now? I would honestly say about my mission. Um, I'm so excited to maybe share the hope of the gospel with people. That's honestly what I'm trying to do with YWAM. I'm trying to share the hope um, that there is a God who loves you and there's redemption and there's hope and there's love. And there is so much more than what this world has to offer you waiting for you when you follow Christ. It's Amazing. <laughs> it is amazing. Amazing journey. Kate, thanks so much for joining us today to share your journey. This has been incredible. You were so welcome. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> so fun. <laughs> I just, it's just like, just like proud moment. Like I said, it's like, here's on from baby. Do you going to serve the Lord on a mission in Hawaii? <laughs> right? Starting yeah. in Hawaii, of course. Starting. We don't know yes. where you're going to go from there. Kate, thanks so much for joining us. This has been amazing. Thank you. Thank you so much, Deb. I'm honored and privileged to be here. Yeah, thank you. We want to thank all of you for choosing to tune in today. We want to thank Philip Elke for engineering today's program. And we want to remind you to go out, live, share, and lead with joy. This is Deb McGregor. Deb McGregor of Life Full of Joy. Thank you for tuning in to Live Joy, Share Joy. We currently have availability for corporate sponsors on the show. Do you want to be aligned with all things joy and reach our listening audience? We have several options available, including our joy boosters. Contact your QFM today for sponsorship details.